everybody, you are now tuned in to Star Chaser Central, a podcast about Charles Hampson music moments and everything in between. We are not on the outside looking in, but I am Sick Braxton. And I am Mike D. Jackson. And if you're not down with that, got two words for you. Tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> what words. That works. What's, what's up, man? Not much, man. Uh, how you feeling? Uh, I'm all right, man. I'm okay. Uh, just running around, running ragged and stuff, but not too bad. Not too bad. Not Always too bad. good to hear. Always good. Yeah. Uh, we're actually kind of semi-circling back to an earlier episode. Um, we said we were going to come back to this take specifically because it's kind of, they go hand in hand, basically. But we are going to be talking about outside looking today. Yes, sir. Outside looking. The uh, tape we previously you know, kind of mentioned this before was uh, Crash Landed, and I kind of made the realization that, wait a minute, some of these songs are similar. What happened with that? And uh, shout out to Charles, because on that episode, he said, hey, one of these tapes was, you know, supposed to be for the West Coast. The other tape was for the East Coast. Uh, this is the East Coast tape, I believe, correct? With Green Lantern? Yes. That is correct. So, yeah, Charles had commented on our, you know, on one of our episodes, and he basically said that DJ Ski was a West Coast DJ, so Crash Landed was kind of geared toward, you know, that situation, and Green Lantern is the East Coast, and so this was, outside looking, is geared more toward the East Coast. Um, so, obviously, we're going to go in looking into it. We're going to see if we can hear those, if we can hear it, maybe, maybe in the sounds, and we'll kind of just, you know, compare the two. Because, like you said, there are similar songs on both, but there's also like a set of songs that are different. So um, we'll kind of get into that and you will check to see, you know, which tape is actually better. Uh, but first and foremost, this is actually one of the first tapes that you listen to, right? Uh, the actual first, uh, if we're not counting Pink Lava Lamp or anything like that, the yeah. official first tape full way through. So I will try to make sure that I leave a as much bias out of this as possible but i will be honest it's going to be kind of difficult like i said first tape i ever listened to and you know your first tape is like all right i'm gonna keep listening to this back and back and back and yeah. i really like this and then you go from there but this is the official first tape i listened to when it came out uh i can tell you right now from when i heard it i was like okay i like where this guy is going you know where 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 where, where are the other tapes at and i wish i would have known about crash later before that because you know but Somehow that 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 skipped that skipped out of there. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of us, a lot of star chases, didn't necessarily start from the very beginning. I like I think a lot of us kind of latched onto either a song or like a blog post, like you know, being on blogs or being on the old music blogs, and we kind of saw maybe a song or a tape, and we kind of latched onto that, and like then we started doing our research, going back and trying to find everything we can. Um, this is interesting for me because, like, I feel like going in, I feel like I'm more familiar with outside looking. I'm like, oh, I think outside looking. I I feel like I've always liked outside looking, but obviously, after you told me that their crash landing and outside looking are kind of very similar, and I've noticed it, I was like, well, let me try to go in and see actually which one is better because it could just be that I like a lot of the similar songs on both. But I actually like the Crash Landing exclusives more than the uh, the outside looking exclusives. But we'll see as we go through this. Um, my first question, I've, not obviously, but my first question is, we had talked about originally with Crash Landed how 
DJ Ski doesn't necessarily interject himself too much into the tape. Right. Like he does his he does his drop or his tag or whatever here and there, but nothing nothing crazy, not talking. Yeah. Uh, DJ Green Lantern is the opposite. Yes, he is. He had <laughs> he has a lot to say uh during these songs. Does a lot of the uh yo bring that shit back type of vibe. Uh how did you feel about his involvement with Outside Looking? So I'm very familiar with Green Lantern. Shout out to Green Lantern. I always thought he was cool. So for me, especially at that time, mm-hmm. 2008, a lot of DJs were doing that type of stuff. So like one one of the biggest DJs I would listen to was DJ Who Kid. DJ Who Kid was notorious for, you know, you get like the hook, start the song over. You get the hook, first verse, start the song over. And like the 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 track for a certain song, it'd be like six, seven minutes. You're like, man, this is a long song. It's not a long song. He like restarts it over twice. So yeah. I'm somewhat familiar with it. And maybe, like I said, I'm from the East Coast and maybe there's that bias. So I'm like, I'm just used to that, you know, listen to the radio station and they do that. Oh, this is the brand new by whoop-de-whoop. And, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we bringing it back, bringing it back. And your first reaction is like, oh, that was fire. Mm-hmm. It's great when you first listen to it. It's like, oh man, I can't wait to hear it again. But when you actually have it on tape, yeah. and then you have to keep doing that yeah. over and over, it, it kind of—I won't say the songs lose their luster, but it's like I kind of wish they put out a version that I won't say to take off Green Lantern's tags, but mm-hmm. just stop the restarting over sometimes. But maybe that's just more of an East Coast thing, or maybe primarily more East Coast. So I'm cool with it. Like I'm used to it, yeah. but there are times where I'm like. Would be nice if we just had a, a regular version, just so I yeah. could hear the song through. Yeah, I feel like if you grew up with the kids today, do kids even listen to the radio anymore? I feel like no. The answer has to be no, right? No. But, but I feel like if you grew up like in the car listening to the radio, I feel like you you're used to the, especially when like new songs drop. That whole. Like you said, oh, somebody dropped da 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 da, and like the you know the bells and the whistles, the horns and stuff like that. I remember actually vividly. Remember when uh, "Drop It Like It's Hot" came out? Oh yeah, definitely. So I think I want to say it was like I don't know when exactly, but I remember one year, one day, they played that song every hour, like every hour on the hour, like for like the entire day, like it, like not even kidding, like twelve o'clock, drop it like it's hot. One o'clock, jump like it was crazy, and and you're not wrong. I I know, and for maybe some other people that aren't used to that, that's what you did for radio before mm-hmm. they had all these apps and Spotify and Apple and whatnot. That's how you heard the new music. If there wasn't a music video out yet, that's how you heard it on the radio. Hey, we got that brand new Snoop Dogg, like you said, and then oh, you missed that twelve o'clock. Don't worry, we'll play it right back on the top of the hour, right mm-hmm. back on top of the hour. So. It was great that you had so many opportunities to check it out if you were at work or busy at school, whatever the case is. But that I guess you could say that model is pretty outdated now because, like you said, when a song comes out, you don't need to keep playing it on the radio over and over. Just, just, just play it, and I'll find it later on. Just send me the link. I'll I'll, I'll listen to it. Yeah. Um. So, like, I again, I'm like you. It it doesn't bother me overall. I think some songs I could have used without it. Right. Because I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You ain't got to bring that back. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it myself. If I like really like this song, I'm just going to press 
do play again. That's I'm gonna just repeat on shuffle or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, it it didn't bother me too. Oh, like overall, but there are some songs where I'm like, eh, you probably can, didn't need that. Or like just talking at the end of the song, like, eh, you really didn't. You know, it didn't add anything to the record or into the track itself. Um, yeah. okay, so let's just kind of go through the songs that are the same first. Okay. Um, I'm just looking here. Outside, obviously, was the same. Broken Girls, uh, Superman, Pink Polo, Beetlejuice, right? Beetlejuice, yes. They're on both. Beetlejuice, Unapologetic. Ambitious, ambitious of a Musician. Yep. I miss November 10th. Yep. But I'm missing one. It was, is, hmm. Is it no escaping? That's on the same one. No, yeah, no, yeah, no escaping. Yeah, yeah. they are the same. The thing is, I think for on outside looking, it just says no escaping, mm-hmm. and on crash landing, they title it no escaping my nuts. I think, but it's the same yeah. song, same exact. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So those are the song. What do you? What do you? What do you make of those being the the identical ones? Is there some significance there? Um. What 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 did you what did you take from that? Those being the identical take uh, songs. So for those songs, I would say definitely songs you got to keep for mm-hmm. for both tapes. Definitely songs that I would recommend for anybody. So I'm glad that they did do this little approach where it's like, hey, keep these songs because these are like the hits that I felt like they were going to go with. You know, mm-hmm. if if they're prepping up for something, keep those. One thing that I do think is different. I could be wrong. I feel like. For the DJ part, for Green Lantern and for Ski, they kind of, when they do their little, oh, bring it back or bells and whistles and all that, they do it a little bit differently. Because I feel like, let's say, example, Beetlejuice, right? I know Green Lantern, he does a a bunch of them. Like the blah, 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 blah. He does that a bunch. I don't think Ski really does that as much for his version. You know what I mean? Same songs. But like they said, they, they, they did flip it and remix it differently you know but they are the same songs but all great songs overall like i I wouldn't skip any of those for the most part yeah um i think it's um, if i'm looking at it so outside is a jeezy sample broken girls is obviously broken girls november 10th is november 10th superman is the lupe is the lupe flip unapologetic i feel like it's a madonna sample Yep. Okay, and then so I I feel like they're going with that. They're going very much. These are either potential hits or recognizable samples, right? And then I'm looking at the ones that didn't quite or aren't on the same thing, and maybe it's like, oh, this is his way of showing. This is my creativity. The only one that I would say is okay. You probably could have put this in there with the other. Is probably don't touch me. But that's just because that's a that's a mic sample. So it's like, yeah, you uh, also you were never getting that cleared. By the way, it, just wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't gonna happen. But uh, there there is a story about that. But you know, we could I'll wait until we actually get to the different songs. I won't tell that yet. Yeah, um, let's get to it then. Let's let's look at the let's look at the let's look at the songs that are exclusive to this one, and okay. let's kind of, let's kind of go in order. So first <laughs> up is actually. It is. It's Don't Touch Me, actually. That's the first thing. All right, cool. So, I love this song. I love this record. 
Michael Jackson. I love the the thing he does with that. So I love the song, not even because it's a it's a Michael sample. It just knife did his did his thing with that. Shout out to Knife Wonder because he made mm-hmm. the beat. Um, so one of the things that Charles says, because you know, I think this is right. I'm not sure if Mike Michael Jackson died right at this point. I can't remember exactly when he passed, but obviously he he needed the song to be uh, cleared because obviously it's a Michael sample mm-hmm. and trying to uh, clear something like that that comes with his own difficulties. But I'm not sure if you remember on Windows Media Player, even though it's on this tape, Charles apologized tonight. He said, "I hope you don't think I did some whack shit." Yeah, he's talking about that song. He's talking about "Don't Touch Me" because yeah. I think that song was actually supposed to be maybe a single or something like that. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure if you're familiar. Uh, years ago, my dad had Comcast, and they had those channels, Music Choice, where yeah. they like they had the still pictures and they play a song. Yeah, oh, don't touch me. Came on there one time, and I remember I was like, "Wait a minute!" And then it had, had Charles' name on there, and then just all the information. I'm like, "Okay, so maybe he's doing a single with this." Yeah. And then nothing happened. I never heard it on the radio, but I'm pretty sure there was something that was supposed to actually be done with "Don't Touch Me," but. It didn't. It, it fell out. It fell out and didn't work out the way it was supposed to. And regardless, how I do feel it is a good song. The energy's there. The sample's great. But there's definitely something there that you know it was supposed to be a lot bigger than it was because it only ended up being on this tape, and that's it. So it's like there's 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 something that was supposed to happen and unfortunately it didn't. And not saying it was Charles's fault, but it was something mishandled. I'll say that. On a track like mm, nigga, fuck out of here. This is my game. Fuck out of here. NES flow, shoot a duck out the air. Fuck out, fuck out. Shut down my peers. Charles Hamilton, my name make a jack sound. I expose the sound. Stay in the background. Got Billy in my jeans. I'm a Mac down. Like I got a girl's top on my lap now. Yeah, that's that's interesting because you know Charles always has this thing about he also reveres Mike Wonder like a lot. And I feel mm-hmm. like I don't know whether it's it's him always. I don't know if it's him trying to make up for like whatever this mistake was, but it seems like something happened, and like Charles has been trying to make up for that one mistake ever since because he does have a lot of knife wonders type of like you know tapes and and he's always you know talking highly of knife and that could just be a producer thing, but it yeah. does seem I'm like you it does seem like this was supposed to be something bigger than it was. Um, I wonder how this would have done though. Like on radio. So my personal opinion, I think it would have been a good song to go with on radio. It's one of those things where with this song, obviously it's Night Wonder. It's a it has like a type of a dance to it, you know, type of dancey beat to it. But the mm-hmm. song also goes hard with the lyrics and everything. The energy's up there. I think would it it probably wouldn't have done as great as Brooklyn Girls did, but I still think it would have just got him just more notoriety. And that would have been great too, but like you said, um, with this with this song, whatever happened with with Ninth and how the song didn't it fell out, it's mm-hmm. definitely something where I I would see it as Charles being new, him being a new artist, and then whatever happened that could have made Ninth or whoever been like, you know what, I don't know if we could really, you know, if I want to pass the ball to him again in case something like this happens because. Mm-hmm. Even if Charles didn't get that beat and someone else got the beat, something else could have been done with it. But it's just relegated to to a project on a mixtape. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those things where that that could have been just uh, soured, you know, 
Knife Wonder or whoever else want Charles and be like, ah, you know, he's kind of a little reckless or whoever it was was careless with it. Yeah. But overall, still a great song. I definitely wish we could have figured that out and seen more of what could have happened to that song. Yeah, I feel like they would have been great as like a kind of a duo. You know, you see a lot of of uh, rapper producer albums these days. Your Freddie Gibbs, Alchemist, um, you know, getting into one, you know, getting in with one producer and just and locking in. I feel like Charles and Knife would be a great, a great little thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Pure Imagination is next. The Charlie. Charlie and Chocolate Charlie and Chocolate Factory style or Willy Wonka style uh song. Well I'll admit that this is one of those songs where I've seen it a lot, but I never really listened to it as much until we had to do this review. Okay. Uh I'm actually very impressed by it, you know. It, it's it's good. It's it shows off his creativity and that he can really sample anything or make a song about anything. And I think that's the cool part about this song. Is that he's kind of taken the idea of instead of it being like a chocolate factory or candy factory, it's more of like his music factory and his 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 world when it comes to music and and what he can do with his imagination, his creativity. Uh, what what were your thoughts? Pretty much the same thing. I really like the song, and obviously we all know how Charles is with these samples. So the beginning of the song starts with uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you know, sample. And then it goes into the song and some of the other stuff that he used in there. Mm. And that's the biggest emphasis on sampling. What can you do with your imagination? Because a sample could be as basic as you want it to be. It could be as majestic as you want it to be. And Charles definitely did it justice. And also with his wordplay, he, he made sure, like you said, you take the Chocolate Factory and then you take Charles's music factory and the whole Charlie, you know, play on words. Mm -hmm. Like it, it just, it, it mixes well. Great song. It, it's one of those things where you would think, okay, like if someone's making a song about Willy Wonka or anything like that, I think everyone usually thinks of the, uh, I don't like the look of it, the oompa. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks of that, which is, I won't say played out, but it's one of those things where it's it kind of, ah, this is what I expect. And it wasn't. Yeah. So it's like, all right, so something a little bit different. And he, he flipped it. He flipped it in a different way than, and I haven't heard anyone else sample it since, to be honest. If I have, it's like I said, the other sample. But right. I like the song. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good song. It's a good song. Isn't there a tape called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I've been trying to find that one for a long time. Man, there there's a bunch of tapes that, and they have different names, and it's so crazy because you could say, "Oh, isn't there a tape like this?" And I'm like, "I don't know," and I could yeah. be as much of a long time fan, and then Charles could answer like, "Oh yeah, that tape was supposed to come out, but so and so happened, and just it's been in the vault for for years." There's this one song that Charles had, and I've asked for years, and if he still has it, probably never gonna release it. It was like, uh, I think the dude's name was like George George Harrison. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's a sample he used i seen on like a Ustream that came from YouTube video mm -hmm. and I'm like that song never came out it's not on any tapes I know of and he's like yeah I think I still have the song somewhere so it's like there's tapes and songs that you're not wrong it's like yeah that probably is a tape but just yeah. maybe it never came out or just he's still sitting on that on that project for some reason yeah yeah Uh, what we have next we have the next exclusive is In Front of You uh, full name is in front of you. Go dumb. All right. So with this song, I like the song. 
and this definitely has the more of the East Coast feel. And this is where I could kind of tell, like, okay, this is more East Coast wise compared to the other tape, Crash Landed, that's more mm-hmm. West Coast. There, there's an interesting part in the middle of the song where Charles basically talking about being pulled over and whatnot or being harassed by the police. And then they sample um the cops, the cops thing. So I always thought that was creative. Yeah. I, I like that. Because, you know, that was something I watched as a kid, just saying, oh, what, what, what are people doing? They're so stupid. Mm. But overall, I think it's a pretty good song. Just, it, it has like a weird type of, uh, not extraterrestrial vibe, but it has more of a, I feel like a seance vibe, like an afterlife type of vibe on, on to it. Maybe how the sample was done and whatnot. So I wouldn't say eerie, but I do like the song. Uh, I do feel like this song, compared to some other ones, might be on other people's like lower lower on their list like uh it's a song they might not like as much or they might skip i don't hear people talk about it as much but i do think overall it is a good song yeah i feel like i'm i'm in that i'm in that uh crew where it's like it i'll make this one's for me this is like right i heard it i've heard it before and i was like uh it's okay it's it's not for me and then being able to go back and listen to it now, I'm just like, I can see the appeal maybe, but I don't think it's it's something that I would, that I'm going to run to on a consistent basis. Like if somebody's like, oh, show me something creative that Charles did or show me a, a sample or a flip that he's done that's like different. I was like, I'd probably throw this on. And just, yeah, here you go. Take this one. Um, but as far as like one that I'm like, that I, I I enjoy it. I don't think it would, it would fit on my list in that in that regard. Yeah, it, it's one of the songs where, like I said, I I personally like it. I like the the chorus more, the hook more. Like I said, just what he did with it, with the sounds and everything, because that is creative. But I do understand, like hearing it before, I really liked it a lot more than compared to now, where I'm like, it's still I still like the song, but I definitely I definitely liked it a lot more when when it first came out, just because of how different it was, how new and fresh it was. Yeah. I think I think that's another thing too that happens with Charles is just that I I want to like the song especially if the hooks like really good yeah but then I'm like I'll listen to it it's, and it's not like the verses are bad right but it's just like I'm more entranced by the hook and maybe the beat more so than the actual lyrics you know what I mean like sometimes the lyrics sometimes I can go by without having to have like meaningful lyrics or like romantic lyrics or or whatever type of lyrics but like they gotta speak to me in some way and you know this one just didn't it didn't not for me just not for me i respect it you know and you know technically regardless of what type of artist you are that's usually how music works though where it's Mm -hmm. like hey you could put whatever you want for the verses because no one listens to that it's the chorus like if you think about being at a concert right most people they wait for the chorus they wait for the hook and then they sing the hook and then when the verses come up they're like they don't know it and maybe they might know like two lines from like the first or second verse because it's like one of the most popular parts of the song. Right. Other than that, it's like yeah, I, rest of it didn't do anything for me. And that's that's kind of like the 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 gift and the curse with music. Sometimes you can get away with putting whatever on a verse if your hook's good enough. If the chorus is great, then people won't care about it too much. Yeah, it, it's such a. I think that's kind of. I feel like that might be like one of Charles's was one of Charles's gripes, right? It's just that people were able to just throw out whatever, but if they had a catchy hook on it, then everybody was cool or whatever. And I think that I don't know. I feel like 
it's a testament for me that even though I like the hook of this song, I don't fall into a trap where oh, I th- I like I love this song. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. I'm trying to hold true to what he kind of wanted for music. Like I want to like the hook, but I also want to like the verses, and I also want to like everything about the song itself. Not you know, not just one thing, and then like oh, that's why I like the song, where I I know like 18 words of a song versus you know knowing the entire song itself. So yeah, I mean. Again, not for me, but I'm not upset at anyone who may like this song. You know what I mean? Understandable. Uh, next up is Rockstar Girl. This All is right, where it's 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 commonly brought up. Um, this one and but it's I don't even know where where is New Girl New Girl music is that the other one that's what oh New Girl for music New Girlfriend music that's the, I feel like those two are kind of not synonymous but they kind of get brought up back to back or something when you talk about some Charles songs. Uh, how do you feel about Rockstar Girl? Like the song. So since I said, like I said, this is my first time listening, not my first time listening to tape, but this is the first tape I listened to by mm-hmm. Charles. So you get like a smorgasbord of songs. So, and everything's different. So when I got to this part of the song, I'm like, you first hear the sample and whatnot. So I'm like, was this Nirvana? Okay. Like, all right. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is where you get to kind of pick Charles's brain and see, okay, what is he going to do with this flip? Because, you know, there are certain people like us, they first hear anything rock, and they're like, mm-hmm. nope, nope, I'm, I'm instantly skipping. But I'm like, right. let me see what he does with it. And I feel like we talked about it before. So with Charles, sometimes with rock samples and whatnot, the samples are good, and we like how he flips them. But sometimes maybe the vocals aren't as loud as they should be, and then, like, the guitar or whatever – is drowning out the the verses or whatever. I don't feel like that happened with the song. I like the the setup to the song, like the story about the song. He flipped the rock sample, you know, well. I liked it, and I feel like if Charles was to be more alternative rap, where you know people say, ah, well, it's rap, but it's rock, it's rock, and it's rap. Like I think that he could have went up that he could have went up that avenue too, without it seeming like, oh, this guy is just. He's just here for the style. He's just here to because it looks cool. Like he 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 might wear like a let's say a Metallica shirt, but does he really know who Metallica is? Kind of similar to the the Lupe thing when he came out with Kick Push. People were like ah oh, he's not real skateboarder. Ah oh, he's just doing that just for the for the clout. Like Charles actually embodied you know what he talked about. So you could actually see him being like yeah he's a black guy that's on a rock rap song, but I believe it and and he really embodies it. So. I, I like the song. It is a good flip, a good way of him switching up his style compared to like what other people are not used to, especially if they never heard of him before. Yeah, I think it, it, it definitely shows off his his range. You know, I think this is uh, again, these are very early tapes. So it's you're still people are still getting used to like his sound and what he's into and different things like that. So dropping this sample or using this sample and playing this type of song. Again, he's trying to mesh together two genres that has been, it's been done. It was done before by the time, you know, obviously the most famous example is like Aerosmith run DMC, that type of combination of stuff though. Uh, But this was kind of different. It was a little bit more progressive in the sound because it was like really melding two things together. Um, The rock sample with the rap lyrics and then adding like the drums, like different, like hip hop drums versus like, you know, rock drums or whatever. 
but like you're yeah. trying to combine both of them together um yes i think i think what i'm getting from like again what i'm getting from this tape is this tape is kind of like a a it's kind of a a showcase of his variety and like things that he can do different things that he can do different uh ideas and different beats and different you know structures that he uses to express himself um outside looking i when i think outside looking uh we're thinking like he wants to be in i guess you could look at it as he wants to be inside the game and that's what he wants to break himself in there but i also think just like you know he's outside looking at the box, the proverbial box, right? He doesn't want to be inside. He doesn't necessarily want to be in the box, right? Because he doesn't want to be kept into this, you know, these four walls. So he's on the outside looking for all the other things that you can do while still being a part of this thing called hip hop, right? And I feel like that's kind of what we're seeing on this tape. I I agree. So it's funny because on Crash Landed, there's no like, rock similar song like this you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. like okay east coast might have vibed out with this more who knows mm-hmm. but charles is multifaceted to the point where let's say for example with him he could you know sample produce songs so that's one way of getting in the game obviously he raps so that's another way of getting in the game mm-hmm. uh, with him doing the, the rock stuff right because of course you know he plays other instruments he's a musician as well so right. whether it's the piano or it's the guitar another way of getting in the game so there was multiple ways that he could get in the game. And of course he's, he's looking on the outside, but it's like, okay, if this doesn't work, this will work. If this doesn't work, this will work, you know? So he definitely had a game plan and I like, and I just like that from artists that aren't afraid to try new sounds and, and new, new ideas. Mm-hmm. Cause of course there's going to be certain people. Oh, I don't like that. It's like, okay, that's not for you. Respectable, but don't make it seem like everyone else has to listen to the same generic one, two, one, two. You know, like give give people a chance to venture out and try new things. Cause at least let's say if I didn't like the song, right? Hey, well, was it wasn't for me. All right, well, I tried. But yeah. don't don't just give me like one option. Don't don't just give me peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and be like, Oh, hope you're happy with it. I mean, that's what they were gonna do at the fire festival, but you know. <laughs> they uh, were, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh American Dream. Uh I'm not gonna lie to you. I listened to this tape twice. I have I can't remember what it sounds like. Uh the American Dream should be the American Gangster sample, I believe. It's the uh oh no no, not sample. It was I think it was Jay Z on that beat. Oh and the, oh I hear it now. Dream and hold up. Go ahead, keep talking. All right. So yeah, I believe that was like a it, if it's not a sample, it's a Jay Z song originally coming from yeah. the American Gangster soundtrack. So with that song. That's definitely one of my top favorite songs from the tape, uh, just from Outside Looking. I, I really enjoy that song. Once again, it's a song that Charles talking about just what he was going through, his life and whatnot. Mm. Emotional, personal song. Um, and one of the things he says, because he's like in, in the middle of the song, he's like, oh, just try. Just try. Just fucking try already. I'm like, mm. damn. Like I, I felt that when he first said it. I'm like, damn. Like, I don't know what I was going through, but I felt like, man, maybe I'm not trying hard enough. And then one of the things he always says in other songs, too, he's like, but I'm never going to give up. He says, uh, I close my eyes and hope tomorrow never dies. Yeah. And just like, just this, that resiliency and people just trying to be so honest and, and make sure that 
they don't give up on their dream or their their goals, whatever the case is. I I just always love seeing that. Like it's always you can always count certain people out, but the fact that they're always going back and going as hard as they can as possible, I love to see that. And also, I think at the end of the song, it might not be the piano. I think it was like the it was like a piano he was playing at the end. It mm-hmm. was a piano, I believe, he was playing at the end. And he's doing his own little thing to it. So I was like, I I'll fuck with that. So Did this one show up on? Is this one end up showing up on uh, American Gangster? Who was Charles Hampson? I believe it does. Yeah. But my first time hearing it was on here. This tape, right? Yep. Yeah, you know, on this tape, and that that's where another disconnect happened because that song, I believe, was on Amer- that American Gangster, and also, like we said before, what Crash Landed and Outside Looking. Certain songs are being rotated in, in yeah. other tapes and whatnot. So I'm like, so. I had to ask myself, wait, is this an official tape or is this like a fan-made tape? Because I think the first time, not trying to get off too off topic, first time I heard about American Gangster, I'm like, well, did Charles make this or someone else just put this together? Right. But that that is they, they both are on the same project. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now that now I took a quick listen again, I remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, it's that's a cool record. That's a cool record. I like I, I like the message of you know, there's always this this quote-unquote thought of the american dream of if you can get there if you can come here and whatever you wish to be or whatever you wish to become you can become here if you're here or whatever um now is that true (laughs) um (laughs) uh you know if i'm for sure it's easier for certain people and i think it's uh i think it's i think things are attainable but not everything it's not as easy as as people would make it seem um yeah but yeah the message of you got to try at least first you know you you can't you can't make you can't make anything that you want come true if you don't try first so yeah that's how that's how that's how that's the first step of of accomplishing a dream is to try and taking the first step so yeah i'm i'm not i'm not mad at the song i'm not mad at the song at all um, I believe the next one is Let It Go. All right, Let It Go. So, uh, iconic sample. I'll be honest, I don't know the name of the sample. All I know is that they play all the time at like stadium games, you know, football, basketball, whatever. They, oh, mm-hmm. oh, and white people love that shit. I'm sorry, they do. I'm not mad at it though. So, <laughs> real quick story before I go into the song. I remember I was at the bar. This might have been two years ago. They played it, and I was singing the song, and I was, like, recording something on Snapchat. This one dude came up to me. He said, yo, you got an Android? And I was like, oh, he'll probably do this. Because I'm, I'm like this with my phone. I'm like, oh. He's like, you got an Android? I put my phone down, still recording. I'm like, what are you going to do about it? He's like, nothing. I like it. I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and every time I see him after that, I'm like, oh, what up, bro? Can we dab each other up on you? I got that Android. He's like, yo, don't even start that, man. I'm like, you started it, so. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I was about to let, let let it go on him with the fist. Like, yo, what? Why does that matter? But Android game for life. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, with this song, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was like 
kind of slow and then you know is this weird thing that he was kind of doing with it but i like what he did with it because i've seen and heard other people sample the same sample Mm -hmm. and it's like i think a lot of people they would try to do like a kind of like an anthem they try to do like an anthem too Mm -hmm. and i'm like "Eh, i i really like the way like charles handled it he he made it a little bit slower and he kind of talked about okay, is me and Demelvis, we're really about to enter the game mm-hmm. and what, you, what you're what you used to, what you're thinking about right now, we're about to change all that. And mm-hmm. I, I just like how, how he encapsulated everything that he said in the song and just some imagery and whatnot near the end of the song. It's like talking about the right time, the right mind. And I'm just like, yeah, man, he's, he's, he's going to uh, change the game in, in such a way that people – aren't going to be able to understand it. Like they wouldn't understand it then, but he's going to make some believers out of some non-believers. Uh, the sample is Zombie Nation's Kern Craft 400, which is the sports chant, obviously. You, you know it. Yeah, that is that is a famous, that's a famous sample. Just that that they white people do love that song. They they really love that <laughs> chant. Uh <laughs> but it's it's a good, it's a good sports chant. And you know. I've 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 played enough basketball to know that that's a that's a that's a normal chant. I do think that because it is kind of so commonly associated with like chants and and sports related things, I think it's hard to make I think it's hard to make it a palatable song to listen to over and over again. So Charles's efforts are are well deserved and well warranted, but I don't think it's one where I'm like. Cause then I'm just I'm always just gonna think about sports, right? And yeah. I'm thinking like, oh, this is I'm, it's like when somebody tries to sample the Chicago Bulls thing from the '90s, right? It's like you can try a lot of things, bro, but all I'm gonna think about is Michael Jordan and and the the break. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like it's hard to disassociate the two, and it's like they they just the two ideas don't match match for me. That's all. I got you. It's it's funny that you use that example because. Years later, Charles ends up sampling that on, I think it was Billionaire Bullshit. And I was yeah. like, yeah. But I get what you mean, though. There's certain samples that I'm, I'm the same way, too. There's certain songs I hear in certain samples where I'm just like, either if it's overdone and I don't blame anyone for retrying it and be like, hey, I'm going to flip it a little bit differently. There's certain ones where I'm like, ah, I just, nah, I'm just not interested, yeah. you know. And then other ones where I'm like, it was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. It was mm-hmm. cool. But like you said, it doesn't translate well. But for me, I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much. It, it, it kind of, I feel like he was going for like a trancey type of sound to like not really hypnotize people, but get them in the right mind, you know. Yeah. But I, I like the song. Maybe, maybe I, I got fooled, you know, but I like yeah. the song. I, compared to then and now, still like it. It's, it's yeah. definitely one of the songs I don't skip. So, yeah. Nice shot with Billy Nair Bullshit, which is hilarious. I do like that song. Me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the final one is fine, uh, which kind of I always like fine because Charles has to, immediately comes on a track and has to explain the hook for Toy Story. Yeah. Like, yo, they didn't get it. I needed a beat, so I got a Woody. Woody's a producer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's always that's always been funny. Um, just naming it Toy Story and Woody and that that whole connection. Um, and for people who knew like the the Demelis crew and like the different producers that they use, we all got it from kind of from jump. But uh, but what do you think about five? So 
the crazy thing is for me, when the tape first came out, maybe I got like a, a wrong tape or something like that. Because when you go on YouTube, it's all listed down properly. But yeah. when you actually look at the back of the track listing of Outside Looking, mm-hmm. Fine doesn't show up on there. You won't see Fine. The la- actual last song is November 10th. And they, they might have did what they did previously with Crash Landed, where the last song, and they had the freestyle put on at the end with the extra sound. Right. But I remember when I downloaded it, because I had it on CD, mm-hmm. Fine was not on there. And it wasn't a, oh, I, I, let, the, I let the whole tape play, whole yeah. CD play. Fine yeah. wasn't on my on my version. So yeah. I didn't find out about Fine until maybe like some months later or like a year later or something like that. Mm-hmm. But But either way. Uh, I like how you brought up the whole Toy Story sample, well, not sample, but the story about Toy Story because I didn't hear that song until later on. So when he's like, "Oh, I gotta explain this," I'm like, "Well, I know who Woody is, but what is he? What what was that about?" Right. I had to go back and listen to that. So what? Fine. I think it's a great bonus track. It's up tempo. From what we are at, at this time in 2008, what we're used to of Charles, I felt like this was going to be another commercial song, more of a pop commercial rap song mm-hmm. maybe not something that he would have put out for actual video but i i do think that was another thing of him being like hey let's try to get more buzz or at least interscope being like let's try to get you some more buzz and get you on some more of a poppy upbeat track see we'll see what you can do with that yeah. i like the hook even though it's a simple hook it's just talking about being fine just you know he'll stand here y'all could be mad or, or all you want i'm fine yeah. you know uh, I'm I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing because how he said everything everything he went through, going being homeless, out of school, uh, fights with his parents and whatnot, not really getting along with them as, as he should, mm. uh, the drug addictions and all that type of stuff, and then him still end up getting the deal, getting signed, getting to where he's supposed to be, and how he said I'm only 20 and I'm so far ahead of a lot of y'all, and some of y'all have been doing this for like 10, 15 years. And you're, you're, you don't even have a deal yet. Yeah. So part of that cockiness, but part of the uh, bravado he has, I, I really like the song. Uh, shout out to Woody for what he did with the with the beat as well. So It's one of those songs where, and that's, uh, I, now I'm starting to try to figure out if I actually had Fine on my download. I'm not sure. I wonder if Fine started off as like a Lucy and it just got added on later. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Um. But it is, it is a, I like that record. It's a really good song. Uh, like I said, the message is great. You know, you can sit there mad, but I'm, I feel fine. I'm, I feel great, you know, especially with all the things that I've been through throughout my life up until this, you know, point in my life. And look where I am. I, and I've been through a lot, but I'm on the other side of it looking great right now. I, I like looking fine. Um, good verses. Um, and kind of like a setup for, especially it's a good way to end the tape because it's like, now I'm fine. I'm 20 and I'm really about to get started. You had, you've only, you're only seeing, this is the beginning. Wait till you see what I got coming up next. And obviously that's what we get into the hand process. That's kind of where it starts. And it's just, a, it's a good, it's a good way to end the record and kind of segues into what we're about to see with these next eight tapes that he's going to funnel down the, the line later so yeah I, i've always loved the record i know when i used to make like mixes and like different mixtapes uh to ride around the car it would it would it would be on there a few times for sure for sure yeah, yeah i like the song i'm cool with it it now i'm 
because I swear, I promise you, it wasn't, at least it wasn't on mine. It was not on my CD. I promise yeah. you it wasn't. But, uh, what, what's that one thing, the Mandela effect? Where, yeah. you know, you, because watch it be a thing where it's like, no, it's always been on there. And then it's just like, no, I promise you it wasn't. I promise you it wasn't. Yeah. Because at least, you know, with CDs back then, uh, most of them, you got like 80 minutes of a CD. And what I used to do was if a certain Charles project only had maybe like 40, 45 minutes, I'm like, I, I'm i not wasting this other 40, 30 something minutes. I'm putting something else on here. I'm going to try and put half a tape on here or something. Something's going on here. But great song, though. Yeah, for sure. I I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so with that being said, uh, we have the list of both you know, exclusive songs for each. Um, so we're gonna read those off and we're gonna we're gonna both give what we think is the better of the two exclusive packs. So if okay. you have them, let let us let us hear. Okay. Um does it matter which one I start with or no? No, nope, doesn't matter. Okay, so Crash Landed, the, the song's on there. Stutter, Toy Story, After the Shut Up, Green Light, My Word. Incomplete circle, U, and S T H. That's crash landed. Okay. Uh, for what we just went over, we're outside looking. Don't touch me. Pure imagination. In front of you, go dumb. Rockstar girl. American dream. Let it go. Fine. Seven and seven. Yep. So, once again, I was saying this is my first tape, so mm-hmm. I'm trying not to be biased. So right. I will say this. Uh, for crash landed. I would say out of all those songs and I'll be generous, not saying that I don't like any of them, but mm-hmm. I was to be like, eh, I'll, I'll kind of let this one go. I would say there's like two of them on crash landed. I could be like, ah, eh, there's two of them. I could just let go and be like, eh, I can do without for. Uh-huh. Yeah. So for outside looking, I like all of them, but. I think there is one where I could be like, you know what? If I had to, I could get rid of one of them. So for mm-hmm. me personally, outside looking, you know, but I, I, there's at least only like one of them I'd be like, eh, I can do without. But I, outside looking overall for me, uh, I feel well, I feel better with could that you, one. Could you tell us which one that that one is? So uh, if I had to pick one, hate to say it, but I'd say in front of you go dumb. That would be the okay. one I, I'd let go. Okay. Okay. Um, so after looking at both lists, to me, I I thought I was gonna come in here and say outside looking for sure, because right. whenever I so I playlist a lot of songs, and so like a lot of my favorite songs are on this on this on both tapes. But when I playlist them, they always came from outside looking. So like, oh my wonderful pink polo, it's showing on what you call it. Uh, unapologetic again. I I pulled it from outside looking, so I'm thinking going in like, oh, clearly it's gonna be outside looking. I gotta say I like Crash Landis better, man. Uh, I I def I I mean you get Stutter, you get Toy Story, you get after after this shut up like like that's that's hard to beat, man. Yeah, you know so. Yeah, my word. Like I know that's not one of your favorites, but that's a really good record to me. Yeah, I think for me, it's not that I don't like some of the out. Well, actually, that's that's false. There are some of the outside <laughs> where I'm like, I just I don't want to listen to those. Like it's just yeah. they're just not for me personally. 
Um, and there are some over on Crash Land that are kind of the same, but overall, a lot of those Crash Land songs were were and still are some of my favorites. And I, when I listened back or got to listen to them recently, I actually appreciated more songs versus appreciate more songs from outside looking. Understandable. So for me, like like you said, something like after this shut up, great song, like it's amazing. For for me though, outside looking, we talk about don't touch me, bro. For me, I think that for me, I'm like, I would be biased and be like, honestly, fuck everything else, yo. I'm yeah. I'm picking outside looking simply for that sometimes. Right. But even with that, like I said, I feel like there was a little bit more variety. So maybe that's why I like it a little bit more. But with let's say Toy Story, right? No, mm-hmm. no, not Toy Story. Stutter with Stutter. I want to say I felt like Stutter might have been on something else too, or at least it could have been like a fan tape or something. So when I did hear Stutter, I already heard it, but I heard it on something else. Yeah. So for me, I don't look at Stutter being on Crash Landing. I look at it being on you know one of the other tapes. Gotcha. Uh, like you said, Toy Story, great song. Got to shut up. Uh, yeah, my worry, I I can deal without Incomplete Circle. I really like that song from Crash Landing, but I think overall. Uh, like I said, Rockstar Girl, American Dreams, songs like that. They they really keep keep the keep the project going for me. Where I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I just really I really like it a lot more. But you know, to each their own. Like I said, maybe for me, I like outside looking a lot more because East Coast. You know, even though mm-hmm. you're East Coast as well, but your your vibe I would say is more of a laid back type of vibe. So I could see you grooving with Crash Landing a little bit more. Yeah. But regardless, both are great tapes. Over great, yeah, yeah, that's that's true, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that might be kind of is. I, I am, I am more of a like a laid back type of listener. Crash Landed is more of that for me, and I feel like with you know, with outside looking the East Coast version and just the the bops and the different type of movements that you're getting with the with the sounds or whatever, I feel like that's kind of what we would we were supposed to get from that. On top of just the creativity um, that he provided with the different type of songs that he was making, the different type of samples, the different type of, you know, melodies. That's that's what we were supposed to take with that as for the East Coast version of of this batch of songs. So I if someone was like, ooh, you know, I like outside looking more, I'm not tripping because they're both like really they're both comparable and it just depends on your style or like what you prefer to listen to which one you probably vibe with more i look at it as a situation of let's say when people talk about you know drinking tea right some people like sweet tea some people like unsweetened tea it's just all depends on on how you look at it what you like you know but there's everyone's going to say oh i like this more i don't like that but i think it's just you know it's comparative and just what you like more is what you like more there's nothing negative about it i think what's more important is the songs the batch of songs are on both that people understand like those songs you just can't get rid of those songs are like what really make the tape obviously there's the other songs the separate solo songs yeah. that help boost it up for its own reason but the the main ingredient is the main ingredient like you can't get rid of those yeah um 2023 man outside looking it was just your first tape ever how does it feel to listen to it in 2023 and then give us a rating? So compared to then and now, like I said, first tape, 
loved it. Now, you know, most people will say, hey, you know what? It's just nostalgia. It, you know, it, that's the reason I liked it. But maybe now I don't I still like it. I, mean, I might, might, I might have the goggles on and I'm blinded, but I still like it. I still like it just as much. Like I said, if anything, like I said, the only song if I was to like be like and would be in front of you go dumb, but I still like it. Still, still will play. Uh, I'd still a tape that I personally would go back to no matter what. So I enjoy the tape still. If I'm biased, sorry, but I still like it. Yeah, I would say for me. So rating wise, I will give it a classic, just uh, Sonic rating, mm-hmm. just because I feel like if I do give it supersonic, that's me being biased. Okay. I really like the tape, but I feel like, you know, some of you guys have to listen to it. If, if I'm if I'm putting my biases in there, it'd be supersonic. But right. like, if I'm going to give it like a, a legit, reasonable, logical rating, and try to act like this is not the first tape I ever heard from Charles, I'll say it's a really good tape. Really good. You guys should check it out. Uh, and, and for example, if that's not your cup of tea, of course, check out, you know, check out Crash Landed. Uh, this one's interesting because like, so I'm already establishing that I do, I do like Outside Looking more. And I think I gave Outside Looking probably somewhere around like a Sonic rating, right? Classic Sonic. Base Sonic. Now the question becomes, because like it has a lot of the songs that I do like from the from the other one, and I do like you know I like Don't Touch Me obviously, yeah, and I like uh Fine right so like that's two more songs that I also like. Excuse me, but does that push it? Oh, but I do also like Pure Imagination. Hmm. You know what? I am still good. I'm gonna give it a base Sonic as well. I was thinking about maybe doing a different character, but base Sonic kind of fits because I feel like it's it's a good collection of songs. Plus, it also provides a variety for like maybe a a fan who's like on the fence, like, oh, well, he just does this, and that's all he does. Now I'm giving you four or five different songs that are totally different from just your standard hip hop, standard rap songs, and now you can kind of make of a better uh a better decision on whether you not you like Charles or not because he has this he has so much variety that you can't put him in one single box you have to actually look at him as an artist versus just a rapper okay nice i like that like i said charles experimented you know with this tape uh, along with other ones he has but i that's, think that's the most important thing that you know he he tried some different things mm-hmm. gave us you know ideas and gave us you know certain things hey try this try this try this try that mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's, it's part about cha- it's about challenging you know your audience to yeah. just not even though we talked about earlier about he was outside looking in but also for us to not stay inside our own box and to look outside you you got to do both you, if you're in the outside you got to look in to see what's really going on mm-hmm. on, on the on the field but also if you're inside you got to look on the outside because that might be your competition at the same time. It might be different things out there that can inspire you to continue going in a direction that you, you might not think that will be like the wave right now, but later on it's like, hey man, this this is this is something that that we got we got something with this. This is something different. And I think the the fans are gonna enjoy this. Yeah. Uh but yeah, 
we 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 hope you enjoyed this this look into outside looking. Uh, be sure to follow us on TikTok, Star Chaser Central, and you can look at us on Twitter at Star CH Central. You can also follow us on our individual pages. I'm at S T I K around fifty four. That's stick around fifty four on Instagram. Mike, where can they find you, buddy? Instagram, the Mike Jackson, T H E Mike Jackson on Twitter. I am Mike D Jackson. That's Mike D E E Jackson. One D, two E's. I did. The, I did the signals again. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't help yourself. Um, <laughs> uh, be sure to let us know what you want us to listen to. Uh, there are plenty of tapes. You can give us a song you want us to do lyrical breakdowns. You can give us some Lucy's that you want us to look into. Um, yeah, there's plenty of stuff that we can end up doing. Uh, you just got to let us know. Uh, be sure to share the podcast with your friends. Subscribe, follow us. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. That's where we'll have a lot of the extra stuff, too. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know what it is, man. Uh, we are logging off of the Star Chaser Central where we always encourage you to follow your dreams and reach for the stars. Peace out.